And welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. This is John Ruckermiller of HometownHeadlines.com reporting. Thanks for joining us today. Item number one, business. Dollar Tree is due to open on Maple Avenue in Rome as early as September 12th. This will be the 10th location in Northwest Georgia, the 4th in Rome. It is going into the former Rite Aid location, again, off Maple Avenue. More business, more gossip than anything else. We're hearing that the new restaurant coming to West 3rd Street just next to the Tennis Center could be a uh, brick oven pizza place. We'll keep an eye on that one for you as well. Also, we talk about three new industry-focused programs coming to Georgia Northwestern. Some of those involve a lot of the things that local businesses have been asking about for future employment. Give that a read as well. Updates also today on the body that was found on the banks of the Etowah River on Sunday evening. The gentleman has been identified as a Florida resident who actually had been living in Hobo Canyon for several years locally. Right now, the coroner's office report that they're trying to determine the cause of death. There was a head wound found on the victim on Sunday night. Also, former special counsel Robert Mueller testifies before the House committees today. You can watch it on TV on your favorite news channel. Also, listen locally on WGPB at 97.7 FM. As we're telling our friends, make your own decision. Also today from Buzz, Floyd graduates 49 from the nurse residency program. Floyd GOP's annual Tillman Hangar Rally is coming up on August 10th. And yes, they're even bringing in the Trump bus. Also today, we'll tell you about work going on by DOT on Highway 27. Keep that in mind in your travels today. The Ware Mechanical Weather Center. This probably should be our lead story today. Get this, 63 soothing degrees outside this morning. That's as of this recording. We're calling this a prelude to fall. Won't last long. It'll be uh, back in the uh, low 90s by the weekend. But right now, get outside and enjoy this today. Obituaries, Mrs. Kathy Dolores Cutts and Mr. Harold Jean Rogers have both passed. We have details on their services. Also, public health restaurant inspection scores, not a good score. A 73 for a Rome area hotel's food service. And, of course, the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch reports with updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Also, the Truett Chick-fil-A sports report for today. Number one, Rome Braves opened the homestand last night with a 5-4 10th inning win over Hagerstown. The two teams are in a rematch tonight at 7. Also, good news for a good guy, Gordon Powers, is returning as football coach, this time at Model Middle School. We have those details for you today as well. And we'll close this segment with our news radar, really more about what's happening with people in the community. A couple more birthdays out there. First off, happy birthday to Paula Watchdetter. Bless her. You know who she's married to. Also to good friend Pat Kelly and former county commissioner and good guy Jerry Jennings. All right, first break of the day. This is the Hometown Headlines newscast edition. And welcome back, Hometown Headlines newscast for Wednesday. Again, John Druckermiller of HometownHeadlines.com with you this morning. Let's go to the rant of the day. We're calling this one, So Where Do You Go? So What Do You Do? The Night After Your City Tells You to Take a Hike. And yes, you may guess this is about Somerville Park. We'll start with this. The phone was buzzing on Tuesday. Emails and texts were flying in as well. Facebook had a flood of comments. Most, by the way, were very civil. We did have to cut one that got a little bit libelous, at least too close to the line that we thought. 
spurring the reaction was Monday's city commission meeting after the nine-member board and city administration basically said there's nothing they could do for the homeowners of Somerville Park. The neighbors, of course, are trying to stop a sleep-in hotel from encroaching on Charlton Street and into their neighborhood. We heard a few comments basically agreeing with the city that all the options had expired and they were wondering how that track in question got CC zoning to begin with since it was a residence until recently. Basically, did the neighbors know back then about the zoning? Amid all the conversations was this line, what to do next? We'll have a podcast interview on that very subject later on today or early Thursday. For now, the neighborhood feels betrayed. There's talk of removing the community from city limits as they cite poor representation. We urge them to wait until at least November 6th to try that. Election day is November 5th. They'll have an important block of votes in that city commission election. Keep in mind, six city commissioners, including three in the area representing Somerville Park, Ward 3, on the ballot this fall, that election again, November 5th. If anything, we suggest they organize a voter registration drive to make sure everybody in the neighborhood is a registered voter. Some others sent pictures of three uniformed officers on patrol outside one of those questionable incumbent motels along Martha Berry. And they asked how and and why about a potential, they say, conflict of interest involving a city-city commissioner representing the owner of one of those suspect motels who's trying to sell it for just over $1 million. But they also talked, and encouragingly so, about other options. There was talk about purchasing the lots to be used for the hotel at some $450,000. Yeah, that sounds like about twice the price, that's for sure. They know they'll need help from outside to make that happen. There also was talk of taking a stronger stance in the community from picket lines in and around the proposed hotel location to other options. What was interesting, instead of following the city's lead and saying they were out of options, the Somerville Park community was busy bouncing said options off one another, looking for traction on one or two or more. They feel threatened, and again, they feel abandoned. And while they understand the city has exhausted all the easy options to making this right, they're insisting more be done to float some other what-ifs and how-abouts out there. The residents of Somerville Park also should know something else. They've finally got the intention of the rest of the city and, quite frankly, the county as well. They're talking about this situation being part of a bigger problem, government out of touch with the community. They pointed downtown parking fiasco a few months back and how it took a social media outrage as well as tearful downtown business owners to finally get a short-term fix to the parking scenario. City commissioners would do well to remember the Save Burwell Creek moment from a, movement from a few years ago. This Somerville Park situation could grow even larger and soon. This is John Druckenmiller with HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today, continuing news coverage on HometownHeadlines.com. Also, don't forget, we have a series of podcasts coming to you, including one more long form on Somerville Park, either late today or Thursday. Right now, we'll close out for the day with the wonderful stylings of the maestro himself, Harry Musselwhite, and his rendition of Funky Druck. <laughs> 